0: Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew, the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes, Hello, and Brendan, the Producer Pika. Heyo. Welcome in for the Week 14 Preview Episode, Part 2. Today we are going to be breaking down the AFC home games, as well as our yays and nays of the week. Mm -hmm. In this very important... Fantasy Special Playoff Preview. Guys, we're excited. We're in the thick of it. Uh, if you're still listening to us, thank you so much. And that means you are in the playoffs, and we applaud you for that. Uh, we will bring you the best analysis we can, as well as breaking down your best options to get a win. Uh, we did a little, a little talking in our Part 1 of this Week 14 preview, uh, kind of talking about playoff strategies. You know, we're at the point where you want to make sure you have your uh, your handcuff for your running backs uh, and just really analyze uh, how much risk you want to take on. Uh, It's playoffs and I am a conservative type fantasy manager, uh, so I always opt for guaranteed points. (laughs) Well, not as close to guaranteed as you can. You you play it safe. Yeah. Instead of the high variance guys, you know, instead of the Henry Ruggs playing a Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Ooh, that's a thats a big one.
1: Yeah, it, To me, it's situational. If I'm, you know, if I'm like number six seed going up against number one seed, I like to take the big risk players. It feels good, but it really depends on your situation. So yeah, it's, it's good what you said. Understand how much risk you want to take, how much risk you're comfortable taking. And uh, yeah, we'll help you out from there. We'll basically go over these players and give you their risk factors.
0: I like it. Uh, And another thing we will continue to do this season is predict games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andrew, you have only gotten, you've only beaten me four Four. weeks this season. Yes. And I've destroyed you nine times this season. Mm -hmm. So a healthy lead, it is statistically impossible for you to beat me as far as our our, our game predictor series. So even though I have crushed you definitively, we will keep doing it. Uh, and I will hopefully bury you even further.
1: I'm I'm still making a comeback. Still making a comeback. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Uh, Yeah, the first game we're going to preview is the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, a season of franchise quarterbacks getting hurt and being out. Uh, With the Cowboys, luckily, they still have the red rifle there in the wings to help lead their team to what they hope is victory. Andy Dalton has been serviceable, I think is the most polite way I can put it. That's a good way to put it. Um, You know, we went from this Dallas Cowboy team being the hotness, putting up points like crazy. uh, That is no longer the case. This offensive line has been injured. Uh, We've seen poor quarterback play. It's tough to know who's getting the love week to week. Uh, Just when you think you have it figured out, Michael Gallup blows up. And then CD Lamb blows up. Unfortunately, it's not one of those offenses where you can play all three and have it pay off. (laughs) Um, So, Andrew, really, for me, uh, with this Cowboys team, I'm starting Amari Cooper, um, CeeDee Lamb, if I absolutely had to, which Mm -hmm. I would hope I don't have to, uh, and Zeke Elliott, you know, it's it's gross, yep. but yep. he should be able to get enough work against this Bengals team to be a fantasy starter. And that's, that's it. it. No that's Dalton it. Schultz. That's nope. that's all I want.
1: Better tight ends out there. So agree with you there. Not a lot of, not a lot of Cowboy players, but... Uh, not a lot of love for Cowboys. There's, there's probably fewer Bengal players, so...
0: <laughs> Speaking of Bengals players, over to the Bengals side of the ball. Uh, Joe Mixon is still out, which leaves Gio Bernard as the RB1 for this team. He has disappointed in a major way since taking over for uh, Mixon. But I think this is a week where you can start him. Uh, Fortunately, the Cowboys are bad enough where I think Mm -hmm. Gio Bernard has enough juice to be serviceable. I'm not expecting an RB1 performance, uh, but I think you can get low RB2 numbers this week from Gio Bernard.
1: Yeah, keep your expectations low, but yeah, it's against Dallas. They are god-awful this year on defense. So sure, yeah, there, there isn't a reason why you should start this week.
0: And speaking of god-awful, that has mm-hmm. been the Bengals quarterback play ever since Burrow went down. Uh, it's gross, Andrew, I don't know what to tell you. T. Higgins has amazingly still somehow continued to have fantasy value. Uh, Tyler Boyd has been making it happen, shockingly. In this game, you know, how do you have that ranked? How do you feel about Higgins, Boyd, uh, or any of these receiving options?
1: Yeah, so so T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, I, I you got to give them the start. They've both performed fine uh, under Brandon Allen, and their upside is still there. It's against the Dallas defense, which is a very favorable matchup. I think my answer would be a lot different if it was, let's say, pittsburgh washington la rams but because it's the dallas cowboys i think that that it it would be okay doing starting tyler boyd uh and starting t higgins i have higgins as a a wide receiver three same with tyler boyd nothing nothing too exciting
0: yeah their floor really really scares me yeah um You know, it's a fine matchup against the Cowboys, but man, I, I just, I see a zero game as a potential for either of these guys. So it does frighten me, you know, but I've been wrong about Higgins up to this point. Ever since uh, Burrow went down, I've been hands off Higgins, but he just continues to produce. That's the type of player he is. It makes me nervous. Um, But, you know, if you're in a desperation spot, you know, I can see where you would go Boyd Mm -hmm. or Higgins way Uh, Mm -hmm. out of those two Higgins or Boyd. uh, I think I would go Boyd uh, just a little more tried and true, especially with the role he has in this offense. But uh, do you feel the same way?
1: I I feel the same way Uh, a year from now. I think my answer is going to change. Yeah, Um, I agree. But yeah, just because of the position there and now Boyd usually gets more targets than Higgins per game. I'm going to go Tyler Boyd, play it safe out of those two.
0: I like it. These two teams give me the Cowboys. Cowboys. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the L.A. Chargers, coming off of a brutal, brutal loss. Uh, Starting with the Atlanta Falcons, Julio Jones did not practice on Wednesday, and he is questionable. Welcome to the life of Julio Jones uh, being his fantasy manager. Mm -hmm. You know, that's 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 not great. The Chargers are not a great defense, but they're not a bad defense. Uh, Regardless of Julio Jones being in or out, you're starting Ridley. I think if Julio Jones is out, I think that elevates Hayden Hurst. Uh, And if Julio Jones does play, you know, I think you can go forward with Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Hayden Hurst. Hurst. I think this should be a game where they need to uh, be firing in all cylinders. Mm -hmm. Uh, Running game. Andrew, how do you feel about this Falcons run game? Oh, man, I hate it.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh Todd Gurley, he's been dealing with this injury, but he always ends up playing on game day. He's got that knee injury. Uh, he had a rough couple matchups against the New Orleans Saints. He's playing the Chargers this week, which should be an easier matchup. You have to go Gurley just because he has the potential to score a lot of points. His upside is worth the risk.
0: Yeah. No, I think that is a, I think that's a good analysis of this game. It's not fun. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. It's like taking vitamins. (laughs) Yep. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. Just do it. Uh, over to the Chargers' side of the ball. I think last week was an outlier and I think this entire team bounces back in a major way. Starting Herbert Eckler, Henry, uh, Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams, I think, even has a legitimate case to play here. I agree. He is one of those high-variance players. This, is a, this sets up to be a good potential blowout game where Williams would show up to play. If you're feeling dangerous, I think Mike Williams is a solid Hail Mary yes. play this week.
1: Yes, I love that pick. The risk-taker in me, the gambler in me, always wants to play Mike Williams, so I love I- it.
0: Yeah, I think this is a barely athletic gamble of the week. Mike Williams. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Gamble of the week. He actually had a pretty good game last week against the Patriots in that blowout. So very solid. Big start for me.
0: I dig it. These two teams. Really, this is the battle of the losers. Both of these teams are so bad at winning Just, football yeah. games.
1: Best of the worst. I'm picking <laughs> Atlanta. though. Picking Atlanta. It's a tough decision. What's he going with? So so much pressure on these it's predictions. Tough decision.
0: You know what? Yeah, I want to cheer for the rookie. I don't think don't he's blame. a loser. I don't think he'll do that two games I in a row. Give me the Chargers. Good pick. Bolt up. Next up. Oh, I guess Brendan. Who are you, who are you taking, my yeah, friend? He's got
1: to take a. He's got to do a tiebreaker. Oh.
0: I am cheering for the rookie too. Going yeah. Trailers. Yeah. It's you a little, that's a little self-serving though. Since uh, you are uh, in playoffs with Herbert with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that common. It's a good pick. Uh, it's a, no. it's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. This will be a great game. Uh, Andrew out of the, the two games I'm looking forward to the most is the uh, Viking Buccaneer and Falcon charger games. So I'm not looking forward to the Vikings game.
1: <laughs> I am. I think that'll be a blowout. Uh, Next up, we have
0: the chiefs taking on the dolphins. Uh, chiefs are the team to beat and dolphins are a team on the rise. They have a chance to prove themselves as a legit team, starting with the Chiefs side of the ball. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire broke the hearts of so many people last week. I, I I honestly cannot think of a, a bigger playoff, you know, uh, just let down oh my lord disappointment i don't those aren't even the words to yeah oh he was active to yep. and didn't play hey uh, so play. if you're Roman in playoffs Dash. despite that congratulations um man if he plays i think you i mean you have to play him you gotta he, he did he,
1: practice in full on wednesday so he is expected to play
0: Yeah, he has not been what people were hoping he was going to be in fantasy football. Uh, People were touting him as potentially the RB one this season, Mm -hmm. and that has just not been the case. So, man, I mean, he's not been that bad. He's running back
1: thirteen of the year.
0: uh, I think compared to what people were expecting him to be. Oh yeah, he was being taken as a top five running back he was so he was taken yes
1: yeah he was taken first round and there's a lot of analysts that said oh in twenty twenty one he could be the first overall like no he's he's not gonna be he's not gonna make the first round oh. in, in fantasy
0: I it's, mean people were saying in twenty twenty he could be the first overall yeah <laughs> which <laughs> is nuts back. man that's yeah anyway he's you no you gotta play team. him you play yep. him though yep long story short play him you're playing mm-hmm. Hill you're playing Mahomes Mahomes you're playing and Kelsey. Kelsey
1: don't get cute yep. Third in the league in receiving yards, by the way, Travis Kelsey, a uh-huh. little well, fun fact there that's among receivers and tight ends.
0: That is a fun fact. He's a like beast. it yeah. uh, over to the Dolphins side of the ball. Uh, I think this Dolphins team will struggle against this chiefs defense. Uh, I think Tua is not somebody I'm streaming, nope. uh, but I do think he provides value uh, to Devontae Parker. We saw him force feed time and time again, Devontae Parker last week in mm-hmm. the end zone. And I think that trend will continue. Will he be effective with it? That's to be determined. <laughs> but yeah. I definitely like the attention yep. he's giving to Parker and those red zone targets. That's the most important thing you can hope for. Absolutely. That's the best indicator of fantasy success. So I'm yep. firing up like Devontae Parker. Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Kasecki, I think you can start him. Go for he's it. He's piecing together some good games, he shows yeah. a real chemistry with Tua. Uh, Gusecki, you can certainly do worse at tight end. Absolutely. And then my boy,
1: Miles Gaskin. Yeah, boy. Back. Gotta play him. Easy. Those three. That's it.
0: You know, Andrew, you have a lot in common with Miles Gaskins. Oh, thank you? In the sense that nobody thought you could do anything. No one thought. Except me.
1: And look at you I was the now. one who said week <laughs> one, the week <laughs> one waiver wire signings, I said Miles Gaskin.
0: Look at you. You're yeah, doing look it. at me, man. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> you're that, you're the Miles so, Gaskins
1: of the podcast. I'm so proud of him. So proud of him. Anyway, <laughs> he, yeah, you, you got to start him. I don't I'll think put you the on the, the spot, team. Andrew. Yeah.
0: If Hit you me. had to assign, uh, compare myself and Brendan to a yeah. fancy football player, or a, a, just a, a football player, what player would it be?
1: Ooh. Honestly, I would say first the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Brendan honestly, is Justin Herbert, not just because he's been the star of Brendan's fantasy team this entire year, but because he's a little newer to the league. He's had some off weeks, but man, he's got
0: potential. So, And he's just so, out there having fun. He's, he's out, there out there doing there. his best, trying to make people proud. He's
1: out there having a good time, man. He's just, he's killing it. <laughs> Heck um, yeah,
0: man. Take that as a huge compliment. Yeah, oh, that's, 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 that's a good a, one.
1: <laughs> that's a big compliment. Bryant, on the other hand, Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, I want. I, I always want to go Odell Beckham. Don't know uh, why. Flashy at times. That doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like a compliment because I've talked crap about Odell Beckham the entire season. I don't uh, feel but about I, that. But I always talk crap about Bryant. So, um, not in front of him. Always behind his back, obviously. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but I I would say, listen, you're Bryant, the Boom Corrigan. Odell Beckham. He can boom, man. He's had some of the best fantasy performances ever. He he at he can be a, a top
0: guy, so that's man, all I'm saying. I I see where we're going with that. Yeah. And I I, I, mean, I get it. I would say give me <laughs>
1: give me more time. Give me more time. And maybe this is a uh, an off-season episode where we do NFL comparisons <laughs> to real life people. And I could probably think of something better, but right off the top of my head. That's what I think
0: of. All right, I've got another one for you because I'm having oh, fun with this. Okay, why not? All right, let's say. So I'm watching a TV show lately, The Good yep. Place. Yep, I uh, love that show. In the bad place, it's it's hell. Mm. Uh, who would be your hell fantasy football player? Like, oh yeah.
1: man. <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, honestly, this season, it's been true Locke. Because I've had a ton of faith <laughs> of them. Any, any, he, he has a ton of weapons. I'm like, man, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. It was Cortland Sutton, and then everything just turned to crap. Everything went downhill. I had so much faith in him Just nothing. Absolutely, that's a pretty nothing. good one. So I have a twofer. Could be there.
0: I oh. have Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I knew Amari Cooper is going to be. Oh there. That's, man, that That's good fun. times. All uh, right, we'll save those for on. the offseason. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Uh, That's that's a good idea for a show. Both both picking the Chiefs. Uh, Next up, we have the Titans taking on the Jaguars. Yep. Starting with the Titans. (laughs) That's still fun. Coming off of a rough loss to the Browns. Uh, AJ Brown missed Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. And Giannu Smith was limited with a knee Mm -hmm. injury and is questionable. If Giannu Smith starts, I would be starting him. If AJ Brown starts, I would be starting him, yep. and I would be starting Corey Davis Corey regardless Davis. of AJ Brown's status. Absolutely, Corey I think Davis. Corey Davis is a be he's a sneaky top twenty wide receiver this week with heck yeah, pretty legit top ten upside.
1: Yep, Com- completely agree. There's a chance he could be top twenty of the of the year of the season. He's twenty six right now. Big chance. Um, yeah, Tannehill, Derrick Henry, all of that. Give me all of it against Jacksonville.
0: Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry, yes. Uh, Tannehill. Andrew, I'm curious, what's your yes. heat level on Ryan Tannehill? Because he's he's kind of been a disappointment this second half of the season. He, he definitely
1: has fallen off a little bit, but he's still a top-ten quarterback. He, he's number seventh overall, and again, that's due to his earlier performances. But he still had a good game against Cleveland. He had an okay game against the Colts, and then a pretty solid game against Baltimore.
0: Uh, well, now when I mean... You- Colts, they, he, he did not do all that well.
1: <laughs> no, Though, and these were all closer games. When you try to look at games where, where they've taken the lead early on, he does score a little less. However, I think Tannehill's bad week is still pretty equivalent to an upside player like Matthew Stafford.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look back to week two when they faced Jacksonville the first time, uh, yeah. he had four touchdowns, which... <laughs> which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. So not saying it's the same teams, but you mm. know, we saw him do it against this team earlier this season. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a solid point. I think he is a solid stream. Would you start him ahead of Jared Goff? Ooh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm starting him. Over <laughs> yeah, Goff. yeah, I'm starting him over Goff. I feel like there's less of a risk with, with Tannehill.
0: Yeah, no, I, I less, like though. that. Um, over to the Jaguars side of the ball, James Robinson. Cool. End, end of list. That's it. <laughs> DJ Chark, uh, I'm out.
1: Oh, really? You're out this week.
0: I'm out on DJ Chark.
1: You're out this week with DJ Chark. I don't blame you. I really don't blame you. This team is a mess. I, honestly, I would put Gardner Minshew back in if I were the Jaguars. He's he's healthy now, uh, but it looks like they're still going to go with Mike Glennon.
0: No, I agree with they, you there. They don't want to win. I mean, the they, thing yeah. with Minshew is they might have a chance at winning. <laughs> exactly. They they don't want to do that. They don't yeah. want to give them
1: a reason to keep Gardner Minshew. Yep, yeah, they so, want a new
0: quarterback. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, I, and they're doing a good job of it. So, Chark, um, yeah, it, it's you. You need a safe bet, and Chark's floor has dropped a lot uh, a, after Gardner Minshew. So, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's ugly. It's kind of like that Miles Sanders situation where, you know, it's a big name player. And he does still have upside, but it the risk is is to me uh worse than the reward. Or it
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the downside the game is game worse game. than the uh, potential than the ceiling. Yeah, no, Absolutely. I'm I'm right there with you, and mm-hmm. I view that the same exact way. Uh these two teams, give me the Titans. Titans for sure. Next up we have the Colts taking on the Raiders. Starting with the Colts, Old Man Rivers did not practice on Wednesday, but he is expected to play. Um, We finally saw Jonathan Taylor have a solid game. I would start both Taylor and Naeem Hines against this Raiders defense. T.Y. Hilton had a big game last week. Andrew, are you expecting any version of that to repeat this week? Honestly, I I
1: am expecting a good performance out of TY Hilton this week just because he he's been hot recently do I want to start him at all not a <laughs> chance not a chance there is a uh, he does have the opportunity to score a lot this game i can see him having an equivalent to you know maybe maybe week 12 that that might be too generous like a week 5 where he's got 70 yards six receptions but I don't want to take that risk with Ty Hilton. I'm dumb. I've been so done with Ty Hilton. I don't want to just don't take the risk. Really, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I I believe you there. Mm. Um, yeah, Michael Pittman. That's one of those experiments where it just hasn't been going. So yeah, uh, yeah. Now is not the time to experiment, yeah. and I nope. don't foresee this being a. He could perform this game, but I for me once again, it, it's not worth Absolutely. the downside. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Over to the Raiders' side of the ball. Josh Jacobs is not expected to play this week with an ankle injury, um, which is not great for Josh Jacobs' owners. Would you be tempted to start Devonte Booker against this uh, tough Colts defense?
1: Oh, it's so tough because he didn't have a good showing last week. No, and we always, you know, opportunity. Usually, the Jets. Yeah, opportunity usually equals fantasy points. However, the Raiders need to throw the ball. Uh, a lot more than expected because the Jets actually put up a fight. I would say he's a very low end flex for me. He's a very low end flex with a with a big risk factor because there is a chance um that that he can put up some points but you're going up against the Colts defense which is very good and you're going to need to throw the ball because you're going to be losing. So I would I would lean more towards benching than than starting if you can.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, he's he's I, that
1: high risk player. I,
0: think. I don't, I mean, he's high risk in the sense he could do nothing for you. That's <laughs> good not, one. not like yeah. a high up. He, I don't think he's a high upside play it's, at all. It's not that high of an upside. He's kind of like Devin Singletary. It's like, what are you, oh, what are you hoping yeah. is going to happen? <laughs> yeah. It's like he'll either,
1: you'll either look at a stat and go, okay,
0: or you'll look at a stat and you're going to get upset. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those are kind of the two the two uh-huh. options. That's funny. Yeah, I, I like that, and I think that's an appropriate response. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Wallard's a beast. You're starting him, uh, Derek Carr. You know, he did great last week, but I think you can steer clear yeah. of him this good, week. F- good for him. Uh, Aguilar good for him. and Doesn't Ruggs. I, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not rolling those dice this week. Big. Yeah, another big risk.
1: Not the time to take risks, not in the playoffs. So don't do it.
0: It's don't simple as that.
1: It. Don't do it. If you if uh, if you can help it, who would you start if you had to start one? Would it uh, be Aguilar? Aguilar. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like the Bengals situation there between Boyd and T. Higgins, except yeah. a little bit worse where you got go with go a veteran with more experience.
0: Yep. Boom. Yep. I like that. These two teams give me the Colts. Yep. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Buffalo Bills for Sunday night football in what should be a pretty great game. It's going to be a heck of a game, man. Uh, James Conner was taken off the COVID list and is expected to play. Uh, therefore, I would play James Conner mm-hmm. against this Bills defense, which has not been as good as they were last season. Their yeah. the rushing uh, defense I could improve. I had kind of a good time listening to Mike Tomlin have a hissy fit about his wide receivers dropping the ball. And yep. have you met the Green Bay Packers wide receiver room other than Devontae Adams?
1: Actually, no team has dropped football more than the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Packers are a third on the list, but yeah, it's that, it's very close. Just MVS is it's by like on the three list. three less. So, Goodness, yeah. Yep.
0: Well, he feels the pain. Uh, at least he has a plethora of stellar wide receivers. Even though mm-hmm. there have been drops, uh, you know, I would still be starting Claypool. Uh, this yep. Bills defense, it might sound scary. It's not. <laughs> uh, I would start Johnson, True, yeah. Claypool, Juju as a low-end wide receiver three. He just really perfect. has not that's, produced this season, that's uh, but he's still talented. Placement. So yeah, yeah. I think he's one of those flex options where, you know, if, for example, if you're looking between Devonte Booker and Juju Smith-Schuster, in a PPR, I'd go Schuster. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, perfect placement. Man. Ah. Uh, as far as Eric Ebron, no thank you. Uh, Ooh, ben Roethlisberger, really? I think you can start. Yeah, I, I'm just not an Ebron guy. He's... I would he, start. His floor and his ceiling are just both so frightening. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate going against Eric Ebron, and I would hate starting Eric Ebron.
1: There, It's a, it's a pretty high ceiling, so I would start him. Uh, obviously, it depends on your situation. Like, I would start Mike Kosicki over Eric Ebron. Um, I would start... Logan Thomas over Eric Ebron, but I would probably do Ebron over Fant. Yeah, yeah. that's where I put him.
0: Yeah. And the tough thing is, the last, oh goodness, four or five games he's had, last week so. he had 11 targets, before that he had 11 targets, before yeah. that he had seven, six, six. I mean, he he's getting the targets, he's just not that great at football. So, with with tight ends, if you're getting the targets, so I think you know you could stream him if you're feeling dangerous. This should be a high-scoring game, so mm-hmm. you could certainly do worse. I would have him ahead of Kaseki and Fant, uh, but behind Ingram. Perfect. Um, yeah, that sums up the Steelers' big, side of big the ball. Ben, big Ben, I would stream Big Ben.
1: Yep. Yep. Perfect. They're right around Matthew Stafford level.
0: Yeah, Go I would high. start Ben ahead of. Yep, you yep. got it, my friend. Over to the Bills' side of the ball. You're starting Josh Allen as an elite quarterback option this week. Um, Even though Steelers have a tough defense, I think Allen is tricky enough to get his points there. Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs, you know, I think you have to start, even in a tough matchup. Yep. Other than that, I know you love Cole Beasley. come on.
1: you got to go with the Beasles, man. Uh, You
0: know, do you have to? No. You do. You do. Uh, You got
1: to go with Cole Beasley this week until he proves you wrong. You got it. You want to know why? You want to know why? Do you want me to prove it? Sure. All right. He has more receiving yards than AJ Brown. He has more receptions than DK Metcalf. This is CBS, by the way. Thank you for these stats. I didn't pull this out of nowhere. More yards per reception than DeAndre Hopkins. More touchdowns than Julio Jones. Okay, that one's kind of a given. And more 100-plus Yard games than Tyreek Hill man's been putting in work. He's been putting in work. Cole Beasley should be a start in any matchup. He's just the best man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude just and that celebration of him getting carried around like a baby. That's how can you not love that?
1: Yeah. Everything about this man.
0: Yeah, Bill. Yeah, I I think you go with him. I think you go with the Bills superstar Mm -hmm. Cole Beasley. Um, but I would have him as a flex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just to be safe. Yeah, flex option. Uh, all right. Yeah, you talked me into it. If you like living dangerously, Cole Beasley is your hey, boy. Beasley. Uh-huh. Running game. Run. Yeah. Running I'm easy. I'm avoiding Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. If you made Don't it this far, them. I have to imagine you're not starting either of those guys in a week where there's no buyers, no buys, uh, and not a whole lot of injuries at this point for running don't, backs don't, so. don't, don't touch him. just yeah don't. you're out mm-hmm. uh if he had to gun to your head these two these two players who do you take
1: uh i hate it but singletary just because he's been better recently i guess zach moss has been having uh some troubles with turnovers and i just singletary's more experience going up against tough defense i don't like it at all yeah that's who i'm going with
0: well, in a tough game, they would not want any turnovers more so than any other no. game. Uh, no. But yeah, no, I think Singletary would be the play if you yeah. had to. But once again, we are trying to avoid that. Uh, the final game we're previewing today oh, is we, the Baltimore. We didn't, we didn't oh, pick gosh. Winners. Sorry. Yeah. Who are you picking? I got carried away. Uh, give me the Steelers.
1: All right. I'm going to pick Bills. I like I'm it. I'm picking them. I'm picking I... Cole Beasley.
0: Not happy with that because I don't know who to pick here. Cold uh, I'm I'm just gonna side with Brian to this one. I'm gonna yeah. go with the uh, Pittsburgh. Man, Maybe that's a safe choice, Brendan. <laughs> that is a smart, smart it's, strategy. It,
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, Brian. I was gonna pick whoever you didn't pick for
0: this matchup. That seems like a very Andrew
1: thing to do. I was so uh, I I'm so torn. So yeah,
0: there's no wrong answers. I can I can go <laughs> first
1: on this next pick though, if you want.
0: Oh, um, oh, you're so generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, our final game we were previewing is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns. Monday Night Football, starting with Baltimore, Mark Andrews was activated off of the COVID list. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I would start. Mm-hmm. Um, Marquise Brown is finally deciding to play football. I think he is one of those high-variance flex plays. Ooh, um, that's a risk, man. I would say he is more floor than ceiling. Uh, if you find yourself at a deficit and need that Hail Mary, I think he is a solid yeah. option. That's uh, but for example, yeah. I would go to the waiver wire, pick up Tim Patrick uh, before I play Marquise Brown. Big time. Yeah, him
1: him or uh, Kiki Cutie?
0: Uh, I, would go, I would go Kiki Cutie, honestly. Me too.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. It, it really, Brown is, like you said, that Hail Mary player. Yeah, I mean, he's Deshaun Jackson
0: light. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. um, Man, other than that, J.K. Dobbins should be leading the running back charge, so I mm-hmm. would start Dobbins with confidence. Uh Mark Andrews, if he's playing, you are playing him, and I don't know how many people know this, but just like our favorite diabetic, yep. Andrew is a type 1 diabetic, and so is Mark Andrews. So is Marky Mark. So yeah. best friends there. So because Honestly, of that, I'm team type one. So heck
1: yeah. Maybe surprised (sighs) that he's playing this week, but you know, I'm cheering for him. Always got to cheer for him. Good. Good for him. Getting over. You
0: guys have a club with Jay Cutler, the type one diabetes
1: club. That's it. That's the, uh, (laughs)
0: that's the three of you.
1: (laughs) That's the three of us, The the three of us. And then Nick Jonas, Nick
0: Jonas was in the club and he got kicked out. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, wow. Yeah, that's, more airtime than I ever thought we would give to a Joe Bro. To a Joe Bro, yeah, uh, yeah. This Ravens team, kind of underwhelming, I will say. Their defense is. is probably the most impressive thing about them this season. Over to the Cleveland Browns side of the ball, Uh, this Cleveland Browns team is putting putting together a pretty compelling season. Uh, you know, it seems like they are on the up and up. Baker is finally playing good football. I don't know if it will continue against the Ravens. They typically smashed Browns quarterbacks. Uh, But I think there's a chance. You know, I really think this is a tough matchup uh, for really every skill position on this Browns Mm -hmm. team. But I think right now they have that magic sauce. So I'm starting Nick Chubb. I would be sitting Kareem Hunt. I would be sitting all of the wide receivers, uh, including Jarvis Landry. I think one or two of them will go off. But I would not want to try to predict which one it's going to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I I like Landry. Landry, I can see where you make an exception, but yeah, he's a he's a lower end flex for me, just because of the performance, the recent performance that he's had. That's it. That's the only reasoning.
0: Yeah. No, and, and once again, you know, he's one of those players where he can get it done. You know, he, yeah, he steps up when he needs to step up. So I would not fault you for starting Landry. Uh, but it is a tough matchup. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a fair argument to be made either way there. Um man, Austin Hooper, would you venture in the Hooper?
1: No. No. Not yeah. not against this tough defense. Not doing
0: uh, it. I am right there with you. Uh Baker Mayfield, is he a stream? He
1: is he is a stream for me this week. Damn, oh, throw that's the ball shocking! It is shocking. I have him a, just higher than Kirk Cousins, lower than Matthew Stafford, lower than Big Ben. He's a. I'm not as confident in Baker Mayfield as other quarterbacks like Jared Goff uh, and the other two that I just mentioned, but he should be a a, a streamable option in a deeper league.
0: Man, I just feel like there's so many uh jared goff uh, or baker mayfield
1: yeah goff there's it's really only the only streamable option that i would play baker over is kirk cousins
0: wow okay well that's good to know yeah uh yeah these two teams andrew you're going ravens i am going the cleveland browns perfect perfect which
1: means we got to do a tiebreaker again here we go
0: no that's that's the third game. So that
1: is the third game. Yeah. We're not doing a tiebreaker. That's is part the of the reason breaker. I did that. <laughs> Perfect. That's a, that's probably smart. Thank you.
0: I'm I giving you the win Browns. here. Oh, I'm thanks. I'm taking a shot with the Browns here. Yeah. Well then I, again I, I
1: I picked Washington, so that's yeah. not that crazy. I'm cheering for Washington. I'm cheering for a team that doesn't have a name. Yeah, but they beat the Steelers. They so. do beat the Steelers. <laughs>
0: uh yeah well andrew let's dive right into our yays and nays of the week let's do andrew, it andrew should we up. start with yays or start with nays let's go with nays i always like ending on a on a good nays. note i yeah. like it uh i will start because uh, I, I bet you have this person on your list as well uh, miles sanders yeah, yeah. versus new orleans
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep there it is
0: <laughs> i figured we shared this one uh because this is this is something we all feel uh brendan andrew and myself Miles Sanders has been a colossal disappointment. This team is a mess. They don't know what they're doing. Just switch quarterbacks. And they're going up against a dominant New Orleans defense. Uh, I'm not going to take the shot on Miles. You know, he has got it done in the past. Not all that recently. And not so much this season. Uh, we know he has a talent. We saw him do it last season. But this week, week 14, I'm not playing that risk. I'm not playing that game. Miles Sanders is a sit um, and I feel strongly yeah. about it.
1: Absolutely. Do, do you want to do another? Or do you want me to do my second one?
0: I'll do another. Sanders my- uh, okay. I'll stay in the same game. Zach Ertz versus New Orleans. Good one. Yeah. Now you might say, hey, Brian, that seems like a very easy sit decision. I would agree with you. I don't know who in the right mind would be. <laughs> in the headspace of playing Zach Ertz in playoffs. Uh but he's 61% owned in Yahoo fantasy football leagues. Uh and I, I think that's worthwhile enough uh to mention. If you have Zach Ertz, don't start him. You shouldn't have been starting him anyway, and if you're still in playoffs, what are you doing? Uh but he's owned widely enough uh and I think there are so many other streaming options. Uh, Andrew, like you said, uh, Thomas with Washington, Logan, Logan Thomas, Thomas yeah. is a solid option Love to start
1: uh, over Love. Zach
0: Ertz. So if you have Zach Ertz, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> and find yeah. a different pivot option.
1: All right. I'm going to go with a, uh, a pick that we disagree on. I'm going Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins is my next nay of the week. Uh, he's had some very good recent games but all of them have been against terrible teams like Detroit, like Dallas, like Carolina, like Jacksonville. Uh, Now they're playing Tampa. Tampa has a very, very solid defense. They are better against the run than they are against the pass. However, it is still a very good defense. What I'm worried about is the amount of times Cousins is going to get pressured. When Cousins is under pressure, he, he panics. He struggles. He falls down. He causes turnovers, throws interceptions. It's just terrible. So, I I expect this defense to to just eat up Kirk Cousins as much as I don't want it to happen. It, it I just it, it's plausible. I can see this happening. Um, it's gonna be three hundred yards passing for Cousins. I would say two touchdowns with I want to say four turnovers. Holy high cow. turnover! Rate. Trust me. Trust me. I mean, you can see how he performed against better defenses like Indianapolis and Tennessee. They have they they destroyed him. They destroyed three picks for for Kirk Cousins week 2 against mm. Indianapolis. It's just going to happen. Cousins is going to get a ton of turnovers because the offensive line is terrible. I it, it's like the Rams from last year. One of the worst offensive lines, and that just causes Cousins to to fall apart.
0: Okay. Uh, My final nay of the week is Kareem Hunt versus Baltimore. Baltimore has only allowed four rushing touchdowns to running backs this season, uh, and he has not been as involved lately. It has been the Nick Chubb show, and I think Kareem Hunt will be playing pretty clearly second fiddle against this Ravens defense. Uh, Can he do it? Absolutely. He is Kareem Hunt. He is a stellar running back. Uh, but the Browns know this is Nick Chubb's team, and he gives them the best shot to win. So I think Kareem Hunt is an ancillary piece in this offense and has a much lesser chance of performing well on Sunday. Very good one. Um, Actually they play on Monday. So they take play it on back. Monday still. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: just saying playing on Sunday just sounds right. Uh my last player, Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. He is still a matchup player. He's very young, but he's still a matchup player. Uh, he's put up a ton of points uh, against, I guess, bad defenses against better matchups. But they're playing the LA Rams, who I I think they're the best rushing defense in the NFL. Third best, given up 93 rushing yards per game. Just looked it up there. Uh, Harris has been great. He has the most snaps this season, most carries. But it's a terrible matchup, and it's a very inconsistent offense. So in the red zone, it might be Cam Newton running it in. It's most likely going to be Cam Newton running it in. And when you're going up against the one of the best rushing defenses in the league, you're not going to get a ton of rushing yards. You're going to need to rely on a rushing touchdown, and that's just not going to happen. So it's just a bad mix. I would bench Harris this week.
0: I think that is a good pick. Uh, On to a more happy topic. Yep. Uh, let's jump into our yays. Uh, my first yay is cheating, uh, but I think it's worth saying. We might have uh, the same player. Justin Herbert versus oh, Atlanta okay. had a rough, rough week last week, about as bad as it will ever get for a quarterback. Um, it was against a, a tough defense with a defensive mastermind as a, a head coach. So I think Herbert bounces back in a major way. I don't think what we saw last week is Herbert. You know, I think that's an outlier. I think he returns to excellence this week against a very beatable Falcons defense. Atlanta's 30th in the league and giving up the, i to think of a better way of saying this. They are the third most generous team in the NFL. Uh, to two quarterbacks. So I, I, yeah. I think he's going to be a able to get back. the yardage. He has the weapons. I think he is going to be crushing the Falcons this week. It's
1: going to be a bounce back game. All right, I'm going to go with um, Jamison Crowder, New York Jets against the Seattle Seahawks this week. Very good matchup against the Seahawks who give up uh, some of the most passing yards per game. I think they are yeah dead last 309 passing yards per game. A lot of this is going to be to the most targeted Jets player, and that is Jamison Crowder. I'm not sure if you call it a cop-out after last week's performance where he put up two touchdowns against Las Vegas. However, the two weeks prior against Miami and against Chargers, he had a total of four receptions uh, and 50 yards, less than 50 yards between uh, those two games. Not good, uh, but he's he's kind of coming back, and it's a, it's a favorable matchup. Crowder is going to get the targets. He's going to get receptions. If you're in a PPR league, this dude is going to be a stud. And yeah, it's just the the Jets, I'm not going to say are looking better, but they are looking actually like an NFL team uh, recently. So, yeah, Crowder's Crowder's the star of this team. Their running back situation has got awful. They're going to look to the air and it's going to be Jameson Crowder.
0: Man, I like that pick very much. Uh, next up, I have. Any lines running back against green Bay. There you might say any lions running back, depending on who the starter is. If Deandre Swift plays, it would be Deandre Swift. If Swift does not play, it would be Adrian Peterson. Uh, green Bay defense has given up 90 plus yards four times in the last six games. Thank you to Yahoo fantasy analysis there. Uh, man, Green Bay is giving it up on the ground. And and I think the Lions are going to be using that to their advantage. Um, My biggest concern is that Green Bay gets up big early, uh, but that would only lead to more passing opportunities or more pass-catching opportunities for Swift. Um, And AP can get it done on the ground. We've seen it week in, week out when AP has filled in. So if it's Swift, I think he can have a huge game. If it's Adrian Peterson, I think it can be a solid game. Uh Lions have a fine O line, and Packers are, like I said, giving up those rushing yards like crazy. So Lions RB one this week. I like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Always good against the Packers. Uh, I'm gonna go with I don't, again, I don't know if this is a cop out, but I'm going Kiki Cutie. He's to me, he's oh, that's a must not start. A out. That's a great no? one. No, okay. He's he's a must start. He's the wide receiver two right now for Houston. Uh, but but Brandon Cooks is questionable with a foot and a neck injury. So uh, it is possible that Cutie can come out on top as the wide receiver won this week. They're going up against the Chicago Bears, with a very good run game, and middle-of-the-pack passing game, uh, and Cutie's been on fire. He had a very solid week last week, 141 yards, eight reception. He, uh, he was targeted nine times as well against the Indianapolis Colts. So, so uh, the argument where... He's going up against a a tough defense is invalid because he went up against one of the best defenses last week and put up a ton of points. So uh, I could see him with heavy targets this week and it's going to be a close game. So they're going to need to throw the ball. He should be a, a locked and loaded flex.
0: Yeah, I think that is a great pick. I like it a lot. And my final yay of the week is Brandon. Ayuk versus Washington. Uh, This is one of those players where at the beginning of the season, you kind of took a flyer on him to see what he could turn into. And he's turned into a shockingly dependable fantasy football option. Uh, This 49ers team has had so many injuries and Debo Samuel is apparently made of paper and glass. Ayuk is someone that they've been able to rely on. And he's somebody that they've gotten really creative in using. Uh, Rushing the ball, those you know, short passes that allow him to get those yards after the catch. They work the offense around Ayuk and what he can do. I have full faith in Kyle Shanahan to be able to utilize Ayuk to the fullest. He is their biggest playmaker right now, and I fully expect him to use him in a way that is, uh, I guess, beneficial for fantasy players. Brandon Ayuk versus Washington. I'm in.
1: Awesome. I'm going to stick with that matchup. I'm gonna go with a Washington player Logan Thomas, the tight end. I've talked about him a little bit in this episode and the previous one. listen, last game against Pittsburgh he was targeted nine times. he caught all nine of them. This is the best week he's had uh in career receptions, so he is really stepping up almost got a hundred yards and a touchdown. I think that game showed when you're going up against a tough defense. Logan Thomas is the reliable guy when you have some good coverage against your top receiver Terry McLaurin, you're going to look elsewhere, and Logan Thomas is that guy. The same thing's going to happen this week against San Fran. Richard Sherman's going to be all over Terry McLaurin. Now, it's a better matchup for Washington, but after a week that Logan Thomas just had, I can see him being even more, not even more involved, but I can see him uh, still be as involved this week, because it worked. you got to look at this game and say you beat the the best record team in the NFL. What did we do right? Well, we scored a fourth quarter touchdown to Logan Thomas, an awesome 15 yard touchdown that basically won them the game. You're, you you got to stick with that same game plan. Logan Thomas is going to have an amazing game. If you want to take a little bit of a risk, pick Logan Thomas up as your tight end. He should score a lot of points.
0: I think that is a ballsy pick, and Andrew, kudos I love to it. you. I think you'd be able to help a lot of fantasy owners this week. You talked me into it. I think he is a solid stream this week and somebody that's worth taking a shot on. Andrew, that wraps up our week 14 preview. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If we can ask a small favor, if you can, please leave us a review or a rating on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on. It would make a huge difference we do greatly appreciate it it does help spread the word of the barely athletic lifestyle uh, and everybody good luck uh, in playoffs if you are still listening to us that means you did something right uh, we wish you all the best and we look forward to recapping week 14